This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our special guest on Bent Notes is an Australian artist with a huge list of accomplishments, from being a five-time ARIA award winner to building a name for herself across classical, rock and jazz genres, performing for royalty, and in 2018, Katie Noonan took on the role of music director for the opening and closing ceremonies of the Commonwealth Games. The Herald Sun has called Katie one of the greatest Australian singers of all time. It is my pleasure to bid a very warm welcome to Katie Noonan. Welcome, Katie. Good evening, David. Thanks so much for having me. Such a list of achievements, and I have no doubt there's a lot more to come. Where do you get your obvious energy and drive to do so much? I've always had a pretty voracious appetite to explore all that music has to offer because music for me is a truly limitless art form. And as much as we put it into categories like jazz or pop or folk or, you know, whatever... It's all just, you know, expressing yourself as a human being and trying to figure out your place in the world and, and having the, I guess, people around you who support you to share your vulnerability and share your stories and, and try to make sounds that are unique. So that's sort of been my overriding passion to try to sound like myself and get out of my comfort zone and do lots of different things with different musicians from different walks of life. So I've been very lucky, yeah. You mentioned vulnerability. Is that an essential aspect of great musical communication? Well, I think honesty, yeah, I think honesty and vulnerability are what I strive to hear in music, whether I hear that in, as I was just listening to the beautiful Kristen Barati and her record with Ingrid Jensen, or whether it be with Jeff Buckley or Tori Amos or, you know, all my sort of heroes, they all are very honest and real and that's what I love about them and I think that's what people love about them. You know, and even people like Joni Mitchell who I keep returning to decades after she's made some incredible records, the vulnerability and the honesty is so achingly true that you can't not be moved by it really. So, yeah, I think vulnerability is very important in the life of any human being, you know, um, musician or not. It's part of that good communication, that personal intercommunication, isn't it? Yeah, well, writing music's sort of like, you know, airing your dirty laundry. (laughs) I try to not edit myself too much as I write because you just try to let it flow and let it happen and not judge it as it comes out, which is quite difficult because, you know, obviously we're always self-judging ourselves. But just trying to be... Yeah, truthful and not hide behind hyperbole or whatever. Just try to get to the crux of what you're trying to say. I find that working with great poets is a really special way for me to write music because I love exploring their words and seeing how I can put myself into their words and their stories, which is the main thing that I do with Elixir, which is my current sort of project. It is indeed. I did notice that you've been dealing with a number of poets over the years, including Michael Lunig, and I I was wondering... What is it about poetry that grabs your attention that you want to convert it into a musical rendition? 
Yeah, well, Elix has always been about the quiet moments. It's my longest running band. We've been going since 1997. And it's a core part of my love affair with my husband, my partner of 24 years, Zach Curran, amazing composer and saxophonist and father of my two boys. Oh, no, they're not boys. God, they're men. One's 18, <laughs> one's 17 on Wednesday. Oh, right. Um, well, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, it's, yes, it is. It's my birthday, the day that I birthed them, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, something about Elixir, I just wanted to work with poets. And interestingly, they're people that are a lot older than me who've lived a lot more life. And I sort of really take solace in that wisdom, I guess. I'm always interested in working with elders whether it be like my project I did celebrating Udru Nunakul's poetry, one of my absolute you know, icons of Australian culture, or more recently Judith Wright. And then, yeah, with Elixir, it started with a beautiful poet called Martin Chalice, who is a beautiful writer and actor. And then we worked with um, Thomas Shapcott, who, again, another beautiful writer from Ipswich outside Brisbane, but lived most of his later life in Melbourne just a really beautiful man who described the intimate moments of life with such clarity and beauty that it was an honour to sing his words. And then I met Michael Lunig close to 20 years ago and, you know, pretty much every musician I know has a Lunig cartoon on their wall. <laughs> um, and I think Michael is a really beautiful philosopher and he's really, his words are very true and vulnerable and honest, coming back to that subject mm. of the and also, you know, in these crazy times that we're in, really huge believer in, I don't, I don't bow down to cancel culture and I'm really into the freedom of speech that we have in this country and a lot of people have been saying all sorts of shit about him that is, from my perspective, absolutely not true. But just going back to his beautiful poetry and going back to that purity of creation with him has been very, very special. He's an absolutely special man, yeah. Your 2018 album, which was based upon his poetry, was called Gratitude and Grief. It strikes me yeah. that gratitude and grief are two aspects of our lives where you are having to be honest and you are having to be very, very vulnerable. The new album is called A Small Shy Truth. That title in itself suggests me similar feelings. All great artists, you're constantly facing your weaknesses and, and trying to get to the core of a matter and trying to be as honest and as real as possible which does open you up to criticism and you know people misinterpreting what you say and whatnot but I think the poems and uh, that I've been connected to through this process have very much been words that I've needed to hear in these really difficult times you know we're going through a very, very strange time in the world. It's not particularly easy being a human being. No, it's moment. not. <laughs> not one that cares about the world and has empathy and it's, it's pretty harrowing, you know. So in multiple, multiple ways. And obviously, Melbourne listeners, you guys went through the absolute worst in 2021 with all those really full-on lockdowns, you know, really heavy stuff. We all had it guys had it the worst by far so it's been a just a bloody hard time to be alive you know to be to keep keep the faith and keep going and michael's words do give me great solace and sort of sucker you know he's a he's a very pure very intelligent seriously intelligent but very pure and 
sort of childlike as well. I love that he goes back to the simplicity of a cup of tea and a flower and the things that you can take great pleasure in when you're in the moment. It's a great lesson to learn, I reckon, yeah. And they're such simple lessons, or simple icons mm. from which we can move forward instead of having something really complex that we scratch our heads about. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Is the new album an extension of the first album because they're both based on Michael Lunig's poetry or is it a standalone work of its own? It's definitely a standalone work and it's totally different. We've sort of gone back to the original acoustic world of Alex. Really craving acoustic guitars. As much as I love electric guitar, Elixir did start very much as an acoustic project, more of a folk, you know, sort of influenced by Nick Drake and Joni Mitchell and that sort of stuff. So I really wanted to go back to pure acoustics and there's not one electric guitar on the whole album. Oh, fabulous. And it's a new, well, newish, Benny, Ben Houtman, who's been playing with us the last sort of four years or so. He's a brilliant guitarist, also has a particularly beautiful selection of guitars. So we've got gorgeous nylon strings, steel strings, 12-string guitar. We used a contrabass guitar, nylon string, which is really cool, resonator, just very much wood and strings, you know, and just a microphone in a room. I did notice some commentary from an an animal that might know a little bit about things. Sassy the Staffy, I've read. Lots of good yeah. things to say about the album in a recent social media post where I saw it, but it looked as if she was a little unhappy that her bark-alongs with the music may not be included on the album for our enjoyment. I know, outrageous, because she does love singing along with Daddy's saxophone. She tries to get up into that sort of <laughs> subharmonic, up in the top <laughs> of his altissimo. Sassy the Staffy. So, David, I used to be really suspicious of dog people. I was like, come on, what's the big deal? And nine years ago, we got a dog. And my life has irrevocably changed for the better. I'm now a hopeless dog, just um, dog woman. Everywhere. If I could just do gigs for dogs and children, like my whole life, I'd die happy. But she's the best. She's a beautiful bitch. She's a tough bitch. She's like a mum. I remember when the vet saw her, he was like, oh, that's a beautiful bitch. And I was like, wow, I'm really going to embrace using that word as a, <laughs> as a word of endearment rather than a word like a, you know, a slur. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, gra- um, grab yes. that and use it. Yes, I will. Yes. Well, she's a beautiful girl, but she's not allowed in the studio. So, you know, outrageous. I know. But... <laughs> You're performing at the Melbourne Recital Centre next Saturday night, launching yes. a small shy truth as part of the Melbourne yeah. International Jazz Festival. Who will be with you on yeah. stage? And is there anything that we should particularly be listening to during the launch? Oh, well, we're presenting the 10 new tunes. I'm really proud of them. My husband, Zach, has been really the core compositional voice of this album. A lot of the sketches started from his, a lot of the songs started from his sketches. And he writes really complex melodies that I find really challenging to sing. So that's really fun. But Benny's a beautiful, beautiful guitarist. So it'll be me. This time, Zach's playing piano. So oh, really? This is the first Zach's played piano. Like, Well, that's his composing instrument, generally. So he's got a pretty night. He's sort of half on the piano, half on the soprano sax. We also have the Partridge String Quartet playing with us, who are a fabulous local quartet. And we'll be presenting all the new tunes off the record, plus some old tunes from our previous record. And also, there's a fabulous Lockie McLean's quartet or quintet? Quartet, I think. We're doing the opening act called the Colourful Plumage Quartet, featuring James Bowers, 
Salmon, who's a term that's Christian variety, and wonderful Felix Blockson, who actually played drums on my first solo album. So it's this sort of nice full circle moment seeing Felix back in Melbourne again. And Melbourne Recital Centre is my favourite room in the whole country by, you know, a country mile. It just sounds... It's such a beautiful place to play. It looks and sounds beautiful, and I've had some of the best gigs of my life there, so we're really excited to be launching the album. Great sight lines Sorry. for the audience as well. Yeah, everywhere in that room's a good seat, pretty mm, much. It is. I've seen lots of from the back, the side, right down the front. We're thrilled to be playing there. And also for vinyl heads, the record's coming out on vinyl as well. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. More information yeah. about Elixir featuring Katie Noonan can be found on Katie's website. Uh, katienoonan.com.au and for the album launch gig next Saturday night at the Melbourne Recital Centre check out melbournejazz.com Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with Bent Notes tonight our very best wishes to you for a fabulous gig next Saturday night at the Melbourne Recital Centre for the Melbourne International Jazz Festival launching A Small Shy Truth Thank you my friend, thanks for your support Our special guest on Bent Notes has been vocalist and entertainer Katie Noonan You're listening to Joy 94.9 You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.